stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, welcome back. 234, Rob Breckenridge with you. It is uh, September 27th. It is um, 20 days. Something like that. October 16th is Election Day. Let's put it that way. Uh, and in the lead up to Election Day, we're focusing on on some of the big issues in this campaign. And certainly there's been a lot of debate since the last election about the cycle track in particular. And the question of cycling infrastructure in Calgary, how much of a priority should it be? Are we trying to meet demand? Are we trying to create demand? A lot of different opinions on this. One side says, look, Calgarians cycle just like there are Calgarians who drive and have infrastructure built for them. There are Calgarians who cycle. Why shouldn't they have infrastructure built for them? The other side of it, though, says that it's the motorists who are paying the gas taxes who build those roads. That we're trying to discourage people from driving. We're trying to force people into cycling. and We're taking away road infrastructure to cater to all of this. I think that's my own summary, but that's basically the two sides of this debate. Now, as you recall, was it December last year? I guess it was. It was a 10-4 vote at city council to make the cycle track permanent. Now, this is the downtown cycle track that was initially uh, an 18-month pilot project. So has it been a success? Is this the sort of thing that cities need to build and support? Well, certainly it's something to ask the candidates, but let's ask uh, this guy. He is uh, Augustin Loro, president of Bike Calgary. Augustin, thanks for joining us. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Thank you. Good to be with you. Okay, so not quite a year, but uh, almost a year since the the cycle track was made permanent. What, What can we say at this point about how well it's worked, what kind of numbers we're seeing using it? Sure. Yeah. And actually, this is a timely question about the numbers because we've just recently had some numbers come out. Uh, We can start there and then uh, get to the more fun stuff. But um, what we see, and it'll surprise nobody with a 25 to 30 percent downtown vacancy rate, uh, the traffic into downtown overall is down. But in fact, cycling traffic is up. Uh, since the uh, cycle track network network was put in. So I think the conclusion is fairly clear. Um, it worked. There's a lot more people now coming into uh, the downtown and Beltline on bike, uh, even through a, a recession and uh, big unemployment downtown. So I think that's what we can say about the numbers. What we can say also, though, um, perhaps more uh, importantly, is the number of uh, kids, families, seniors, etc., cetera, uh, that can be seen on the cycle track network. And I think that's a, a big consideration as well when you're talking about making a city that's safe for everybody to get around, get around in. So why is it important to have this kind of infrastructure? Well, just that. I mean, um, you know, I think Calgarians would all agree we want the type of city that's safe, uh, safe for people to live in, safe for people to get around. Um, but it's also, um, you know, functional. It's it's nice to get around uh, for all kinds of people. You don't have to uh, be locked down into one particular mode or another. And I think as Calgarians, we just value we value that choice, and I think we value that. Uh, being available to everybody, and this kind of infrastructure makes it makes that choice available to all kinds of people, not just uh, certain people uh, that happen to be male and of a certain age that 
you know, like to mix it up in traffic with with uh, motor vehicles. This is really about providing choice to everybody, from kids to seniors, and and everybody in between. Now, the cost that that's been a sticking point, but. I mean, there's inevitably going to be a cost, whether we're building bike paths in another part of the city or building a cycle track. Is it a reasonable cost in your view? Yeah, and I think, you know, there's there's cost and there's investment. So obviously I'm going to come down and make the argument that this is an investment. There's all kinds of studies around the world showing that for the dollars you put into biking, uh, you get them back in, you know, multiple, multiples of, of those dollars back in, in healthcare savings. Um, and the other thing in terms of uh, economic activity, you look at Calgary right now with the unemployment rates that's higher than we've seen in a long time. Uh, and companies like Amazon, you know, they're looking for places to relocate. There's other companies like that. Um, specifically Amazon's made a big splash. They specifically call out uh, bike lanes and bike infrastructure in two different places within their RFP. So if you don't have good bike infrastructure these days, you're not attracting these next generation, the new uh, top employers uh, around North America that we're we're competing for. So in terms of, of cost, yes, of course, there's some cost to the infrastructure. Um, but it gets paid back uh, in, in numerous ways. Uh, Calgary's climate, that, that's something else we hear in this debate, that uh, we're, we're a cold city, certainly for a good chunk of the year, and uh, when it's cold and snowy, uh, people aren't cycling. But is that necessarily the case? It's not. Um, there, there's fewer people cycling in the dead of winter than in the, in the height of summer, for sure. Um, but it's not nobody. And, you know, we've seen... Um, we, we've seen recently um, numerous examples, for instance, of kids that say, you know what, I want to ride my bike to school. And the great thing about kids is that they just throw on their snow pants, throw on their winter jackets, and away they go. They don't have this stigma about winter and, oh, no, you can't be doing this because it's cold. And I think we're, we start to see that as kids. We sometimes lose it as adults, but having safe and comfortable infrastructure that's dependable, um, like the cycle track network downtown, helps people sort of say, you know what, I can do this. It's one less barrier that I don't have to worry about. You know, I don't have to worry about, am I going to wipe out behind a, uh, a truck or what have you because the roads are icy. This is something that's, that's dependable. Um, and I don't have to worry about that car uh, sliding over into me as well. That's the other thing that happens in winter is that, um, you know, the lane definition goes down, the roads are slippery, and it just becomes a little bit that much more nerve-wracking. And so infrastructure like this, again, provides people the choice. And what we've seen is that cycling numbers in the winter are up just like they are in the summer uh, compared to without the infrastructure. So it makes a big difference. Okay, so have we sufficiently addressed the need for this kind of infrastructure in Calgary now that we've we built the cycle track, or is there still a need for more? Are we done? No, we're not done. Um, you know, I think nobody's, nobody's thinking that there's going to be a cycle track on every street by any means, but um, I find it interesting that the number one comment that I hear about the network is, it's awesome. Um, I'd love it if it connected to where I'm coming from. So you look at places like uh, towards East Village or 
the east part of Beltline or the west part, uh, south to the Elbow River. There's these kinds of connections now that are are quite important, uh, and they're small links. They're easy to uh, easy to do. A couple blocks here, a couple blocks there. Uh, but they're they're going to be vitally important to strengthening the network and transportation. You're only as strong as your network. It's the same reason why uh, why we have intersections for cars and people walking and everything else is that the network really matters. So that's that's what we're looking at now. All right. Well, more at uh, bikecalgary.org. Augustine, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. All right, you too. Augustine uh, Loro is president of Bike Calgary, bikecalgary.org. As you can imagine, as you hear. As the name implies, they are certainly supportive of uh, the cycle track concept. Uh, that cities do need to build cycle infrastructure. It makes sense in terms of the safety. If you can separate cars and bikes, it's certainly safer. And it's an extension of what we have elsewhere, right? I mean, bike path ex- paths exist throughout Calgary, and people don't necessarily have an issue with those. But uh, when it comes to taking away road in order to accommodate bikes, that's where it becomes much more contentious. So... According to Augustine and the latest numbers we got from the city, he says uh, it supports the decision that people are using these. Bike traffic is up into downtown, even though overall traffic into the downtown as a result of the downturn is down. So we're going to talk more about this. Uh, I know Gord was covering the cycle track issue. Uh, Danielle did. Angela's going to have more as well. Uh, This is the issue we're focusing on today. And we'll be focusing on different issues uh, through the campaign right up until October 16th. Our number here, 403-974-8255. Uh, don't forget as well, on Monday, we'll have the mayoral debate for you, the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Angela Cocott will be live there between 3 and 6. Uh, and speaking of debates, and I mentioned this as well, just to correct a point, I'll be moderating the UCP leadership debate Tuesday night in Red Deer. Uh, but it is not the final debate. It is the third debate, but there are two more after that. Uh, So there you go. Anyway, 403-974-TALK. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.